0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo. Thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future. New documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. All right, we are back with another Instant Reaction podcast following fall camp practice number six, I believe. Uh, It was the first fully padded practice of camp, so that was notable. And from our perspective, the media's perspective, it was notable because we got to watch the whole thing. So thank you to Mario Cristobal for that opportunity. And we definitely learned some things. Um, We will keep it short and relatively brief here. You want in-depth stuff, go check out InsideTheU.com because we got plenty to write about and talk about, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but we'll run through some of our quick takeaways here. Uh, let's start on offense, Gabby. Let's just speak generally um, with the offense. You know, I think we know that the Gaddis offense is going to look like this, but there was a lot of creative formations, a lot of personnel packages, getting different players and position groups on the field, in different situations I think the play designs are interesting uh, depending on the formations and personnel packages I guess just overall 10,000 foot view of what the offensive scheme is going to look like what do you think of course without
1: giving anything away to Texas A&M (laughs) without giving anything away to Texas a I mean, again, I think a lot of ways you described it, I mean, it's creative. Yeah. I mean, different personnel packages. I like the way that they move around some of their skill position guys. Um, You know, (laughs) I'm trying to be very careful, I guess, about how I word some of this stuff. But, you know, I think overall, again, I think it's, you know, it's going to be kind of wide open. I think they're going to, you know, definitely, you know, tight ends, I think are going to be important. I think, uh, you know, they're definitely trying to get the balls in the hands of, Of some of these guys with a lot of like you know movements and you know the way that they run routes and stuff like that I think it creates opportunity for separation and to kind of confuse defenses in in certain ways I think that happened a few times even uh here on on Thursday where um you know some receivers kind of found themselves uh with some with some space and 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 things like that just because of how the way that they were you know crossing things like that so i'm excited about the offense in general i mean i like the way that the quarterbacks look today Uh, i thought the quarterbacks you know elevated you know the way the offense looked even when they're kind of going uh you know one-on-ones and all that stuff i think the quarterbacks gave the receivers you know opportunities to make plays and and you know, uh, you know, just gave gave him a chance, really. So I, I think there's a lot to be excited about offensively. Again, I think it was more just affirmation that Tyler Van Dyke is 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 sort of the guy. It felt to me like he was definitely the best on the day, which you want to see from the star quarterback. And you know, I think again, I think he gave his his pass catchers opportunity. So um, a lot to be excited about. I think we'll have a lot more on that on the VIP observations. Uh, you know, coming coming here in a little bit. Yeah, I think
0: generally it was like I don't know if. I could necessarily pick out a winner on the day in terms of offense or defense, who won the day. I think it was pretty competitive both ways. Offense made some big plays, scored some touchdowns. Defense had some picks. Um, Each quarterback, so really it's only three quarterbacks out there getting reps right now, and that's Tyler, Jay Garcia, Jakari Brown. Each quarterback threw a pick in the practice. Uh, Tyler's pick was... um, I would say a miscommunication with the receivers. Uh, Jake's picks were kind of forcing, like bad decision, kind of forcing throw situations. And Jakari's pick came on the very last play of the day, uh, threw, a, threw a ball to tight end Don Mammarelli down the seam, threw a little late, and it was just picked off by Gilbert Frierson. Um, so it really did go back and forth. Let's go just running back. Gabby, I think for me, the takeaway is Jalen Knighton and Henry Parrish, definitely the top two right now. I'd say number three is clearly to me right now, as things stand right now, is Thad Franklin. Um, That can change, but I think Thad's clearly the number three guy. Um, Yeah, receivers, my takeaway there, Gabby, I think Keyshawn Smith is the best guy. I think that was pretty evident today. Yeah. I think there's separation between Keyshawn and Frank, but I do think Frank is number two. And then after that, I think it's kind of up for grabs. I I think we want it to be Restrepo, um, and he does flash, and he did make a a nice catch today, but he also had some drops today. Um, So I think that number three job's up for grabs, and I think Michael Redding's in the mix. I don't know if he's going to necessarily be the guy, but to me that was one of the more interesting developments uh, today is... I think it's, started, it's time to start moving Michael Redding up above that line in terms of playing rotation guys. I think Redding is, is in that group right now.
1: Yeah, cause even, I feel like even when we were talking on the podcast yesterday, you know, it felt like we, we talked about how Michael Redding was leading the lines. And I think Keyshawn Smith said something today that, like, Michael Redding maybe knows the playbook best or, like, you know, he's, yeah, he's the guy of the that receivers. of the receivers, you know, he's kind of like the guy they go to. So it sounds like Michael Redding, you know, he is a, a third-year guy, and uh, it seems like he has a grasp on this offense. And, yeah, I thought, I thought he was really active today with, you know, in, in some meaningful reps, you know, not just uh, with the young guys. I mean, I thought Michael Redding was one of the guys consistently lining up with – what you know is maybe the first team right now and maybe not always but he was kind of one of the people in there so I, I think we want to maybe see you know as the fall continue fall camp continues to go what happens on Saturday during that first scrimmage uh, what it looks like maybe next week but yeah I mean I think Michael Redding's probably someone we need to start talking about when we're discussing this receiver room because uh, you know they put the ball in his hands a lot um, I think you know they kind of targeted him a lot. Uh, you know, they, I saw him moving around in the backfield. You know, kind of motioning and all that type of stuff, and you know, kind of swing stuff too. So, uh, I mean, pause. I, pause. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, so, you know, the, a lot of a lot of different things there where Michael Redding was, you know, being used in in different ways. Tight ends. Uh, Will Mallory's
0: in a limited jersey, uh, which I don't think should be surprising because they they were wearing full pads today, so it is more of a contact practice. He's still coming back from that labrum surgery. He participated fully in 7-on-7 stuff and, um, you know, was frankly a security blanket for Tyler Van Dyke during that period. So um, he's a big part of the offense, and it showed in 7-on-7. I thought Elijah Arroyo looked good um, in 11-on-11. I think Khalil Brantley can play a little role as an h-back in some situations he he gets some looks as well um i didn't really notice julio skinner much i mean he was out there he was doing his thing but maybe he just didn't get targeted all that much um during 11 ons uh o-line you know i think o-line in general the first team is kind of what we've written and talked about here in the first week left to right correct me if i'm wrong gabby but i think goes left to right tackle john campbell guard um justice oloishon or sagapolo um or rivers at times um center jakai clark right guard sagapolo um right tackle dj scafe so and there is rotation of course amongst that group um d line this was interesting because the rotation is heavy there i feel like I feel like they're rotating eight guys um with the first team so a lot of depth there is is the main takeaway there and and guys looked good I think Daryl Jackson looked good he flashed uh Akeem Mezador flashed big time Um uh, Mitch Lagude flashed uh Leonard Taylor I think flashed as well so and I honestly too I like Moultrie I liked what he showed today too Antonio Moultrie the uh, UAB transfer so I think the defensive line might be one of the better groups on the entire team um we'll see how that develops linebacker i don't know um i think they did fine i think they did a good job shutting down the inside run game today which you know line d line has a big part in and linebackers too um cory flag wayne steed the first team linebackers today caleb johnson flashed a little bit too um And then DB's, uh, you know, to Couch, lining up in the nickel and outside, which was interesting. A lot of rotation at corner. Um, Vontae Williams, I think, looks the part. I think James Williams looks the part. Cam Kitchens had a beautiful pick. So the guys had the picks today. uh, Daryl Porter, uh, Isaiah Dunson, Cam Kitchens, and Gilbert Frierson in 11-on-11 situations. I guess Gabby, your main takeaway on defense—what um, would you say is is maybe the, the biggest thing you learned today?
1: Yeah, I just think all the bodies that they kind of throw at the, you know, in, in that in that on, on that defensive line. I mean, I think we saw we were trying to kind of figure out like, okay, what's the first team defense? But if, if I mean that first team defensive line, but seemed to be rotating pretty consistently, uh, you know. So we saw you know all different combinations of guys. I think it's hard to. You know, just kind of cement a top four right now. And I think it's something that we've talked about a ton that, you know, there's going to be a lot of rotation there. And, you know, that's something I definitely expect to see. So I think that was really cool to see, uh, you know, kind of some of the defensive backs making plays and coverage, I think, was a was a positive. You know, some of those guys making plays. Uh, I thought Cam Kitchens made a really good play on the on uh, on that interception. I believe it was from Tyler. Tyler Van Dyke. Um, So, you know, that's that's great to see. I mean, Daryl Porter, I thought made a good play on the Jake. I mean, you know, Jake Garcia kind of floated a couple in there. But I think Daryl Porter is someone that, you know, I think has a chance even in one on ones. I thought he was pretty physical with uh, Frank Ladson, who was much bigger than him and kind of, you know, incomplete pass. And I thought he was one of like the early flashers when they were doing those one on one. Uh, situations early in early in the day so um, I, I mean I, I'm pretty encouraged about that but overall I think the defensive line and how deep that that rotation is is, is probably the most impressive to me
0: so again fun practice lots to write about check out inside for our VIP thoughts where we go a level deeper and kind of sharing our thoughts on, on what we saw and, and how maybe some of the backups looked and all that good stuff so um, appreciate everyone for listening Thank you to Mario Cristobal for letting us to letting us watch a full practice. Um, definitely helps provide context on where things are at. And um, till next time, take care. This is Tony Kornheiser show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else.